and it so wasn't me that I got pissed off. It bothered me. The struggle of the artist. Hello, everybody. My name is Maggie, and you're listening to Mixing It Up with Maggie. Thank you for joining me today. As you know, uh, Mixing Up with Maggie is a show where I interview some of my favorite people. And today we're going to be drawing with Maggie. Yes, we're going to be doing one of these um, Color Me Calm, um, very popular drawing books that are supposed to make you relax. And I thought it was perfect occasion to um, invite one of my favorite people, one of my closest friends. I feel like we've known each other for over 10 years. I, that's how old we are. Oh, it is. Yeah. We've known each other for over 10 years. We've been through high school together. She's an artist, so we're going to talk about being an artist. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hey, guys. My name is Crystal. I am an artist. More specifically, I like to do 2D animation and some illustrations here and there. Right now, I work for a toy company, and I do some animations. And you are... A legit artist because you went to like a fancy fancy art school savannah college of art and design yes, yes. i did i still can't believe you went that far like we're, we're both like bronx girls mm-hmm. here in new york and we went to high school together and i remember having a conversation with with your mom that she wouldn't let she didn't want to let you go so far oh god i remember that yeah and we we wish that i could convince most her of that it this was is like... like your path that you need to, yeah. that you needed to go i I always remember two things um, that I associate with you. One is the fact that I always used to tell, um, I always used to tell Crystal, you know, you have this really great talent, and the thing about having a talent or having this gift or whatnot is that even if you had didn't go to school or like dropped out of college, or even if you were trying to pay your college loan or whatever, you have this something that can support you. Meaning. I know that you used to make dolls, but I also used to say, like, you can one day just, like, get a license and go sit in 42nd Street and, like, draw people because you know how to draw. You that know actually I mean? really scares me. But but what I'm saying but is But I do like know you can, what you yeah. mean. Yeah, like, if I wanted to, I could just be like, you know what? I'm going to do this and try to make a buck out of it. Right, right, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, like, do it on the weekends or yeah. something. And I, I think, you know, I mentioned this before. I don't feel like I have like this amazing talent but i know a lot of talented people so i like i love the fact that i'm surrounded myself with like people that are into art like yourself so guys we are um in the middle of coloring like a zen coloring book and i think it's so weird because i don't become zen when i'm coloring this i feel like i get anxiety because i feel like i need to follow the pattern that we see on the page you understand? Like, I don't I don't see, like, how it relaxes me. I For me, I like... See, that's interesting because the way I see art, for me at least, is I like the fact that it's a guide there, that all these shapes are here for us, and it's up to us to decide what colors to choose. Like, something is given, there is a guide mm-hmm. to it, there's a direction and Mm -hmm. we just literally do what it tells us in a way like color in the lines it could be any color you want so you have some form of control but at the same time it's like telling you what to do 
I feel like maybe it's like um and it's weird because I know a lot of artists are very like um, I know people who are more the opposite it's kind of like if there's a blank page people are more inspired by mm -hmm. that blank page but for me I'm intimidated by that blank page interesting um that marker doesn't work I yeah I feel like so guys I'm I'm working with a brown marker that for some reason is black let's leave that red one okay that one works this one's okay um I feel like it's like a little bit of like a metaphor for life too. Don't you think it's kind of like we're given certain things that we can't really change. Like this pattern that we have on the page, mm -hmm. we can't really change it. There, Those are things that we're given. It's kind of like the cards that we're given to play with. It's like our family. Like, like this right, is your right. family. Right, family. Or like, your, or like you. your, your genetics, like your body. Like there's right. certain things that you can't change. Mm -hmm. um, but we can, you know, put, put little bits of color or a little bit of us into it. Mm-hmm to make it fit into something something that we want mm -hmm. but it's still set it's like it our just, name our name is given to us we don't choose our name but we it's can like, change well, our names well true yeah that is true have you ever seen the episode in france where phoebe changes her name she finds out that you can legally change your name to anything and she calls herself princess, Cons princess consuela banana hammock i've never seen the episode <laughs> and that sounds amazing <laughs> so crystal i want to know I've I've only met you as an artist, so I never seen I never probably seen you before. But did uh -huh. did you think that you picked art, or did art pick you, or like when did you find out that you were able to draw, that you knew how to draw? Because I, I only draw figures, stick figures. Since I was two years old, I had a book that one of my parents gave me. It was called The Disney Villain. And it was a book where it tells you more in depth about the different villains in the Disney movies. Mm -hmm. And one of the pages was this really big spread of Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. And he's like very kingly and he has these like king colors and he has like a robe and a crown. And I remember seeing that as a kid. I was really, really small. And I was like, <gasps> like I was small to the point where I remember my height compared to the coffee table. And I remember seeing that drawing like that page and I had like crayons more I don't know what I had but I was like drawing exactly what I saw and I remember I just drew it and like was like okay I'm done I'll call it a day and apparently I don't remember this part but apparently my mom saw that and was like holy shit or and was like this is really important this is big and then she showed it to my dad and like she saw it and she was very kind of taken by the fact that she knew what that was like she recognized what i drew that is that picture that's that picture in that book i know it is but yeah i think art was something that i feel like it chose me and it's kind of weird to see that i've never, I've never like admitted that before but how did you think how did you think that art chose you i think well see it's kind of like i don't know how art chose me and me choosing art i don't know like the difference I don't know how to like, but it was like a mixture, maybe of both. I just knew I knew that when I was young, I liked a lot of Disney movies and cartoons, and I would redraw. Like I wanted to hold what I saw in my hand in a way, or like I wanted to like. Dude, I don't know. I guess it's like the idea, like there was something more that I wanted to take from just watching that movie, and it wasn't something like I want the teddy bear of Simba from The Lion King. Or I wanted, like, the the princess doll that right. I see in the Disney movies. It was like, I wanted 
like a piece of what I saw on the screen itself. Mm. So I would like watch a movie and then I remember I would watch like a Disney movie and I would for the whole duration of the movie I would pick a character and I would draw that character. I would wait until the camera or like not the camera but the frame would be in the right angle that I wanted to draw that character. And I wouldn't pause it. I would just keep watching the movie and keep an eye on that sh- that angle that I wanted to draw in. Mm. So I would just like and then draw whatever. You started off drawing characters um, from Disney, mm-hmm. but when did you draw maybe like your own thing um, or or something more realistic? Um, when did you jump into the to that i think when i was in second grade i had a teacher and i'm obviously had a teacher and she there was a book that we had to write poems or something and she wanted me to do the illustrations because she saw that the things that i was doing were very recognizable like that's a person that's an animal or whatever Mm, so she noticed that I can draw well and she I think during like a parent teacher conference or something meeting she told my mom that they need to look into putting me in art school because she noticed that my art ability was really strong I know um in high school I was really obsessed with my Amaru character and it was like so who what it was Amaru Amaru basically was what I wanted to be um it was just this like super cool ninja Your girl. ultra ego yeah yeah it was super cool very um kind of like not open with people but later on like lone wolf character and then mm. later on like she opened up to certain people and it was really silly and really funny but i would constantly more than sam and denise i would draw this character like all the way through co- like up until college like i kept in like, going so much to the point where i drew uh like that was like my desktop background my own character and i I don't know, it was just something, I guess, because it was, like, an extension of me, and it was because, like, I would draw it so much, I would remember how to draw it the next time, and a little bit better, so it was kind of like, oh, I like this character, I'm gonna draw it again and see if I can draw it better, okay, I'm gonna draw it again and see if I can draw it better than the last time I drew it, and it kind of just kept building on top of itself, and I tried to out-cool it. That's so interesting, and some people do this through writing or or um, mm-hmm. those 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 uh, inspirational boards where like they put things that they want to do or like they aspire to be, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you, even though it's a fictional character in and mm-hmm. of itself, like you you drew another version of you. Like it was like I remember, and you kind of live vicariously through her because she yes. had her own plots and adventures and things that she did or she said or or whatnot. Right. I like that. It's cool. It, it was a lot like that to the point where there were times, remember our, not our gym class, our PE class. Right, right. No gym class. Mm-hmm. We always had to run, like we had to jog around the, the gymnasium. Yep. Yeah. And I remember I would get so tired. I was like dying halfway, but I would always bring up Amaru in my head. I'm like, how, what would Amaru do right now? How would she act with this? Mm-hmm. How far would amaru go would she stop like what would she do and that would push me to go 
like further and then kind of like as i was running i would come up with more stories in my head right i think because that like the motion of me moving was very like it was almost like to the beat of a song Mm -hmm. like it had rhythm to it so i imagined like things happening every time i took a step right or like every other step so then it kind of had this like rhythm going and i would picture all these scenes a lot of it had to do with wind and they would like the other characters and her would jump around and go crazy and do all these like crazy ninja attacky moves and i don't know it was very anime in my head so i want to jump into you know what inspires you and then how did this passion this this kind of hobby this little thing that you used to do throughout school how did it then transform into a career i think a lot a lot of things inspire me uh i think one of the most prominent things that always inspire me is listening to music and it's usually yeah, me too mm-hmm. and, and that's a very uh inspirational medium for a lot of other mediums it's right kind of weird but um like that's just me like with writing as well where i feel mm-hmm. like music inspires an entire scene yes Mm -hmm. it can be it can be a song with or without lyrics too right and i think that's really cool and for me it's more the songs that don't have lyrics that i get this with and i think you we had a conversation about mm -hmm. lyrics and non-lyrics and i'm like Mm -hmm. really into lyrics and you're like actually i like the beat you know lately songs without lyrics like uh instrumental Mm -hmm. songs i've been into this band is they're called the black violin Ooh, i have to definitely show you that but so but you You can also show the listeners yes of course i'm gonna have a, a a link down below um for them of all the things that we talk about here but um you you imagine you imagine things differently you do more with like the rhythm and the sound mm-hmm. we're both into like florence and the machines but in different ways which mm-hmm. i think is so interesting yeah yeah it's even like how i was saying or like sia too i love sia. yeah and then yeah or even like adele too because there's a lot of music where it's weird like when i listen to a song for the first time i pay attention to the beat the music and the lyrics are second so for example if it's a song in another language Mm. that doesn't matter to me the what i'm hearing like the the words if there are words that does that's not important to me just yet it's the sound and the rhythm so i can listen to a song that's in arabic i could listen to a song in japanese in english in russian i don't care as like what it i mean not in a negative way like i don't care what it's saying fuck it whatever but it's more of the rhythm is really interesting and it gets me really interested in the song and because of that i want to know more about what the lyrics are saying Mm -hmm. like i become more attached to the rhythm and the beat and i can like imagine different things going on and then i'm like i wonder what the lyrics actually are saying here so let me go look it up and then i'm like it's like a new world i'm like (gasps) oh whoa like it's a new way to interpret that song and like that is cool but like so i have my way of interpreting it and then the lyrics way of interpreting it and then if i want to go further you can go into like the actual creation of the beat and like what they were inspired by so right. it's just like huge world that comes together in different ways and it's like oh, every song is that i think i think for me something unexplained like i can't exp- 
I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a control freak, so I feel like I need mm-hmm. explanation for things, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I can explain things with words and why does this sentence looks and feels and sounds this way, but with music and music production is so beyond I feel my reach and my understanding of how people put sounds mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. and how do you determine what sounds go with what kind of like you know fashion uh stylists like people it's like that, food and food too like i and i and i suck in the kitchen too so i, I think it's they're all related you know what i mean like mm-hmm. things that are kind of unexplained to me but but this is because i feel like people are some a lot of people are born like this is kind of like organic to them versus mm-hmm. like okay i need to learn how to put music together mm-hmm. you know what i mean you will right. never be as good as somebody who does it naturally so you decided to go to school for this you you were like you know what i can make a career out of this mm-hmm. and what what happened did you like school art you know what i mean because you this, mm. this is something that you did and i remember you took art in high school as well mm-hmm. i took music you took art and there's a difference between I like this as a hobby and this is something that I do alone because I feel like art is also like you don't do it communally a lot. It's more solo. It is, yeah. Um, and it could but, be both. Right. It depends on the kind of project. But then when you were in class, when you were in classrooms and you were getting graded and you had to follow a particular way of you, in order to mm-hmm. get this grade in order to pass this class you needed to do it this way mm-hmm. didn't you feel like restricted or that that wasn't really art because it was restricted yes but i do feel like if you're gonna have an art class there still needs to be some kind of guideline so How you can, you can judge be art if it's great. so it, it that, but that's why it, because then everyone would get an a like a you for can, effort everybody yeah but, but then it's like someone who put a lot of effort into something gets an a and someone who just literally comes in and doesn't do something like you know not doesn't do it but like it does it a very easy or simple way also gets an a and says it's art and that's that but, goes into a whole nother oh debate God. yeah yes. that goes into a whole like for example there was a i had a class and we had to make a jacket out of wire oh my god that's like um that show run the runway show where like they make things yeah like like yeah and like weird materials sometimes and we had to make a jacket a wearable well we didn't have to wear it but it had to look like it was wearable and it had to be made of wire and different kinds of metals everyone like most most kids like we actually made it like i mean i if it was the wire project i got a lot of cuts and bruises from it and if it was the hat one i got a lot of burns from the hot glue but I remember one kid, his interpretation was he made like image that projected onto the wall and that was his piece. And it felt weird because it felt like everyone else who worked really hard on doing something mm-hmm. felt like it went, it felt weird. It just like, I'm not Wait, saying. He used like a projector or like a machinery but I think it was just like he took a picture or projected the shadow of it or something oh. and said that like that was his project. It was interesting. That's what I mean. Like it was an interesting idea and concept. Like like, oh, that that's kind of smart. And like, oh, I can see why he did that. But at the same time, it was a little like for the people who 
made this huge elaborate big thing or you know got a lot of cuts and bruises or whatever it was a little bit like oh mm. i don't know how to like put words to that but it was it's it, it felt weird i don't know how to mm-hmm. explain it it was just like it felt like artwork wasn't noticed or like it felt cheap yeah and i'm not saying that what he did was wrong that's but that's what i mean like where if you're gonna have it as an art class and everyone has to follow a rubric where does that go and it Mm. like to that but it's not saying that that art is bad it's just a different way of interpreting it which is art in itself and so it is hard to judge and like put it that on and this is a whole nother topic and conversation and i even get like spun around in circles with it but in but you had a really good like for some people that want to actually say you know what maybe i want to go to college for this Mm -hmm. do you you think it's better to go to like an actual art college or to just you know have there's other art majors and non-art colleges so um, what's the benefit of going to like an art school and and how did you feel like getting graded in college? In terms of going to art school for people who are want to pursue something, I would say the main reason that I would want you to go is to surround yourself with other people like you. Mm-hmm. Because those are the people that th- that's what opens your eyes. That's where you kind of see where you fall in place in a bit. I mean, I'm not saying you should be... I mean, it is a competitive industry, and I'm not saying that you should really, like, put that idea of comparing yourself very top because mm-hmm. it's more about what you can perform for yourself. But it is really nice to be surrounded by people who also do art and kind of, like, it encourages you to do more. Like, I remember most of my Friday nights and Saturday evening or nights and evenings, whatever, was hanging out with friends and drawing, watching a movie and drawing, or playing video games and drawing for fun. We went to this cafe a lot on Friday nights and Saturday nights, and we would just bring our Copic markers and just draw. So Krista, I wanna take a little a little break. Me too. Um, yay, break time. <laughs> Um, because later on, I do want to talk about more of art as a career and then mm-hmm. where you are now with art. I feel like our picture, you can tell who is the artist and who isn't. <laughs> I like it, though. I feel like you can definitely tell that. I need I, to finish my part though because i have like ocd with this i'm like oh. it needs to be consistent our, our picture it's really much ourselves um guys just like a little side note before we we continue crystal and i um met in high school and she we fell i think we like fell in love with each other in a way because we were outcast a little bit and we also we were artists in different ways because I, I like to write. I remember all the writings that yes. you showed me. And so we, you know, we kind of combined our powers. So it was like, you know, like, what what is that? What are those superheroes with the with the rings? And they were like... Captain brothers. Planet. No, the two, I think they were brother and sisters or they were, they were partners. It was a boy and a girl. 
and they mesh together and one of them used to turn into like a bottle of wa- a bucket or like they turn Is into it a cartoon things. or yeah 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 i don't know oh i forgot but i feel like we were like that like mm-hmm. we were this we complimented each other because i feel like you were not only did you draw and i write mm-hmm. but you were also more quiet and i was much more outspoken Mm-hmm. Like we were both, we were each other's like counterparts, and so we we actually created this entire little world for ourselves. And looking back at it now, it's like that was amazing. You know what I mean? Like to mm-hmm. to find another person, and 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 we spend time. Like I I remember, I remember like the phone calls. Yeah, we used to spend time with our stories, with our stories and our characters and everything. And I hope one day we actually get to to realize our dream and see it maybe in a bookshelf somewhere but speaking of realizing dreams and and you know venturing out there i'm trying to do some of my you know media work and and whatnot and taking this um this adventure but you are actually a paid artist so you're not a starving artist but you're a paid artist and what does that feel like for people out there who are you know not only considering college but like how can this be a viable career and do you like actually getting paid for it uh well of course this of that last part getting paid for it yes um of course you like getting paid. Well, yeah. who doesn't getting paid God. but it's not um, for the pay you guys it's for the love of art right? eh, whatever. Well, <laughs> well both both it's it, you know what it it's just really interesting because i remember one of my classes that i had in college mm-hmm. i it was like 2d animation it was someone there who was in it for a couple of days and then later on i overheard their conversation with the professor and they said that they were going to drop out of the class and they were like oh why and they were going to either drop out of the class or change their major because they felt like there was no career in art that they weren't able that they wouldn't be able to find a stable job in art because they wanted to be able to have a family afford a house mm-hmm. and all this stuff and they felt like animation specifically mm-hmm. wasn't going to allow them to do that and to me that was like at this point it's i'm not saying it as a discouraging thing but the way the a lot of like the art industry works is like project based so we'll be hired for a couple of months to work on a specific project and when then that project is over or mm-hmm. when our term is up like our duties um, ideally, we'll move on to the next project. So you kind of have an overlap where you're looking for the next project while you're still finishing up one of them. Okay. So you kind of like hop around. And I can see that being uh, like a, you know, like for someone who wants to have a very like settled down, not so hectic life when it comes to knowing where your next paycheck is going to come mm-hmm. from. That is good. But well, my job, the way it works is we're hired on for... I'm a temp uh, where I work, so I'm hired on for a couple of months. Sometimes I'll get extended further. And then I have to take a three-month break, which I'm currently on now. And then I get rehired again for another contract. My job calls me back a lot because what I do, I do it well. And they're comfortable with me and I'm comfortable with the job, so it's easy to get me back. Um, But I will say, you know... I want to take the next step. I want to kind of like venture into deeper waters. I really want to go to California. And I know that's the industry is out there. 
and I want to be surrounded with like-minded people. When I'm involved in a community or really into a project with people, mm-hmm. like our ideas and bouncing back and forth with different things, that really pumps me up. Now, how? what is your relationship with art now as an adult? You're, you're 26, mm-hmm. 26 years old. So, you know, I'm not afraid of my age. I, I, I feel like after I hit 25, like I sometimes I have issues remembering that I, I'm 26. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm like, so I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay. I'm like, 25 I always, and I just stopped like at 25. Yeah. Like how old are you? Tw- six. Yeah. 26. I'm like, that's one. Yeah. Like, but you guys, I swear we I think like we can pass for 20 year olds easily people tell me i could pass for a 13 year old oh my goodness i mean based on what i wear like i literally have a shirt that says royal flush and it has like i should take a picture the king of hearts sitting on the toilet i i'm wearing all crystal got me all these this um hogwart ensemble so i feel like i am going to bed filled with magic somehow you know Yay. So so yeah so I think like by what we wear sometimes we we can't tell our ages but um now mm-hmm. that you are an adult mm-hmm. I I love the fact that um well you guys can't really see this but you you had like a little twinkle in your eye when you were talking about art when you were a little kid and how you discovered art or yeah. art discovered you you had like this relationship with art mm-hmm. but how is art now because now you mm-hmm. do it for money you've also done a little freelancing like i mentioned before so you used to make custom dolls and that was a different type of art because it was mm-hmm. more it was not just drawing it yeah was, you had to it was 3d yeah and so now with mixing it in with money with criticism with like trying to be this professional person it has your concept of art change or your relationship with art has changed or um i'd say that it definitely has changed um because i do remember when i first okay so those of you who don't know i used to make handmade plush dolls just for fun at first um for a long time in high school i remember when we went to the shop to get like the perfect little like little things it was like a little shop oh like the craft it was a craft shop Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i remember Mm -hmm. um so I used to spend, I, I used to make them for myself, and it was just characters that I really admired from video games and comic stories and everything, and um, I would make them out of felt, and I would just, out of like, I didn't even, I don't have a sewing machine, so it was all sewn by hand, and hot glue and everything, and it was just these little characters that I would make, and I would make so many of them for myself, that one day one of my friends said, why don't you try selling them? And I was like, uh, okay, okay, I'll try it. And then I did, and then I kind of started, like, I don't know when you say a business, because it's not, well, I don't know. I, I just started to sell them as commission. And it's kind of weird, but at one point, I stopped making them. When I, I stopped making them, but when I did, it was because I was afraid of messing up. Mm-hmm. because when i made them for myself i was able i could live with the errors i can live with the mistakes mm-hmm. i was okay if the hairline wasn't perfect or if the eyebrow was a little bit cut like asymmetrically when i wanted it to be symmetrical that was okay i can live with that flaw but when i was making it for someone else and mm-hmm. they paid for it 
I would work. Yeah. I would work too hard to make sure that it was as perfect as possible. That when I was afraid that when it wasn't, I would really, really, really be afraid and beat myself up for it. And I kind of, it's kind of sad, but that kind of stopped me from continuing. Like I became like, if I ever, I never had the experience of anyone complaining or wanting to return the doll or saying that there was a mistake somewhere. And I was so afraid that if that happened, I didn't know. And I still don't know how I would handle it. Like, I don't know. I already made it. So I don't know if I feel comfortable giving them a full refund because that's a lot of my time. They would take up to two to three days to make. And I would spend a good eight to 12 hours a day, nonstop sitting in the same spot, gluing and sewing all these things together. And I felt like the price that they paid for the quality of work that I did was very scary if I messed up. Mm. and I felt like it didn't justify the errors like you know I felt like it had to be as perfect as possible and when it wasn't even if they didn't notice if they didn't see if I felt like it wasn't perfect or the I I just I I couldn't handle I didn't know what to do so Mm -hmm. I kind of like not gave up but I I just put that aside. Like I slowed down on it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't think I could continue this because when something bad happens, I don't know how to handle it. Right. So it in that term, it kind of became art for that reason became a little bit stressful, and I think <clears throat> that's a little bit why I I still am very interested in doing commissions one day, not for dolls, but for um, my own animation or two D work like illustrations and stuff. I still really, really, really want to try doing commission, but I have to get over that first. I think I have to know what to do when something goes wrong and have the confidence to fix the situation and, you know, appease everyone. I mean, come to a common ground. Right. And so I think because of that, my relationship with art has become a little bit more stressful. It's kind of weird, like, as you grow up, you don't notice that you're growing up because you see yourself every day. Mm-hmm. So it's like when your voice changes or when you get older, like your facial features start changing. It's like you don't really notice it because it's a slow progression over time. But so like with my artwork, it's kind of like I've been doing it for so long that I don't know the value of my work. Someone else has to tell me it. Right. So it's kind of weird. Like I don't log my hours sometimes when I work on pieces it's just more of like I have an idea or I want to do something I'm gonna go do it and I'm gonna finish it when I finish it mm-hmm. so I kind of sometimes I don't know how long a certain piece takes me and that is very important on putting a money price right, to your money, work yeah yeah so like sketches and commission work i mean a lot of times you can go by other people and see like if your quality of work is similar Mm -hmm. or if you think it's similar you can kind of be like okay that's how much they charge all right am i faster am i slower you know like there's that chart cheap in cost or cheap as in inexpensive or expensive fast as in your speed and good as in quality and ideally you want all three but you can't have all three you have to have two so it's like people are made of two so it's which two are you the most confident in and how you tailor yourself around that Mm -hmm. and how do you handle the other third the 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 last of the three 
Right. So it's trying to find a balance. So I definitely will say art as a child and was like way more wondrous and had a lot of like that magic to it. But going to school, it kind of like I learned the rules that there's rules behind things. Like Mm. you can't just design, you can't just make a shape and like be it. Like you have to think about it. You have to think about the character. You have to think about why they wear certain things what colors what what do they mean what's their body position like what's their posing like what who are they as people what are their occupations what do they believe in how do they respond to certain situations and you have to really think about all these things and it kind of spoiled a little bit Mm -hmm. in me I have caught myself a couple of times, like, when I'm really down in the dumps, sometimes I'll, like, draw a characterization of myself in that feeling. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, and, like, I I notice, like, it's kind of... Yourself or your ultra ego Amaru? No, not Amaru, myself. Yourself, Like, my own little characterization of me. Okay. And I feel like it helps me get it out. But at the same... but, But at the same time... It's weird because I'm aware that I drew that piece because I felt like that. Oh, okay. So, and it, it, it's it, like it still lingers sometimes. But there was once. Yeah, actually, no. I have another story. There's, there's a song from there's a song from the game Undertale, and I was feeling really depressed about something and like really anxiety, and it was like for days I felt like this, and every day got worse and worse and worse and worse. It went like this for about a week and or maybe even like a week and a half and i just listened to that song one day and i had my i have a little like a drawing tablet mm-hmm. and i had it on at the time and that song I, I just had that song in my head and i put it on and i just drew something of it like i drew myself feeling better by listening to that song and i felt a hundred times better you drew yourself feeling better because of the song yes i drew myself feeling the way i felt by listening to that song and i don't know i just like was like you know i feel good i i feel better like it really felt like i was like squeezing a like a dirty old towel that was like super wet and gross that's like so fascinating and it's kind of like (gasps) self-medicating through art art a little bit because you said that sometimes you do it intentionally like you you, yes. you know that you're feeling bad so you're like okay like i'm gonna to, draw to feel better to feel mm-hmm. better well crystal thank you so much for drawing with me i feel like yeah i'm i'm posting our our final picture i don't know if this is going to be it but for now it for does now. it does look like a crazy person on one side and the other person is Maybe maybe this is like we'll left leave it and to right you. We'll brain, leave. You know what I mean? Maybe it's like a split brain, and it's just like, look at it. It's like all mathematical, and it has like little signs and everything. We'll leave it and, to you to figure out. Yeah, and who then did what? They they're gonna know. This is like how my brain works. But um, so yeah, this you, is me. I like patterns. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <gasps> so thank you so much for joining me for taking the time to uh, come here and 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 draw with me and have this conversation which it, it you know what i mean it went from like all over the place it went a little bit from like career to like a little bit more personal 
yeah so thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for the next show i I, i'm gonna put some links down below but um definitely let me know if you like this kind of conversations about art or a particular career that i may find other people that um can come on the show and and talk and talk about their talent and and getting paid for their for their time for what they for what they like to do mm -hmm. for their career them. yeah and what it means to them uh, i like to say thank you for having me on the show um Yay. this is this is my first time ever kind of like doing something like this so i i will be honest i was a little nervous to like be honest in public mm -hmm. like on a social media kind of thing so i mean there's no way i am i have intentions on offending anyone with any of my words like this is just my experience with things and my story i yeah, i don't really mean it's, it's to just... step on any toes or anything i just you know i i'm just just trying to like i don't know, be me i guess yep that's what we're all trying to do so yeah thank you guys for joining and you know feel free to uh leave us a comment down below let me know what you guys think until next time <laughs>